Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 155 of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. We are going to talk about Raw, 205 Live, SmackDown Live, and NXT. We're also going to take some questions from Facebook. My name is John, and joining me as she does every week is the Toro Yano to my Tomohiro Ishii. Marianne, hello. What's up? It's going on. It's been it's been so long since we recorded the oh, podcast. Oh, I know. So long. Glad we checked the volumes first. We didn't all end up sounding like Nick. Oh, but boy. sober. Yes. Goodness. He was like, I'm going to go straight edge. Yeah. He's like, because I was obnoxious. And I was like, you don't say. <laughs> it was still a really funny episode, I think. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, he was very uh, inebriated. I guess we will say. He's such a wino. <laughs> so, know, right? so strange. But yeah, what did you do today? Um, I did a lot of work. Our power was out uh, at work for half the day. And Ooh, that's always fun because that means I don't have to do anything when the power's out. Oh, well, we still had to do stuff because we work in receiving. So we did a lot of cleaning and organizing and then the power Ooh, came back on. Ooh, that sounds like so much fun. It was. The power came back on and uh, we were good to go, but... Uh, that sounds like so much fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a lot of work. I'm exhausted as usual. But uh, cleaning and organizing is like my favorite thing. Yeah, it, it's it's what I do for a living. How about you? Tell um, us. I just had work like normal. Yeah. Um, it's been kind of a uh boring week. You could see I watched two or five live when I was at work. I did see that. Yes. Um, probably not the smartest thing because I wanted to keep jumping up and screaming, but I couldn't. Um, I have been super sleepy lately. I have to have like a thyroid issue or something because it's like I'll get home from work and I sit down all day, mind you. And I'm so emotionally exhausted that if I sit down when I get home, I'll fall asleep. Oh, geez. So like yesterday, my trainer texted me and he's like, do you want a session this week? And I was like, yes, please make it as soon as I possibly can after work because I know if I go home and sit down, I'll fall asleep and I won't go. Right. So it's like he has to do it as soon as possible, and it, my legs hurt really bad. And it was awful. Leg but, day. Yeah. Leg day. I like arm day because working on my arms doesn't hurt as bad. Like, it hurts, but I would rather take that kind of pain yeah. than the kind where you're doing lunges, which I fucking hate. Like, I hate lunges. I love lifting weights, like, for your arms and stuff, but I can't, yeah. lunges are just no fun. But... um. Otherwise, today is, like, pretty boring. Yesterday, I got my Flash Morgan Webster shirt in the mail. Oh, great. The other one I had bought in at PWG had a hole in this shoulder, and I was like, oh, no, look, a hole. And I took a picture of my finger through the hole, and I sent it to Flash, and he was like, I'll send you another one. I'm sending out stuff tomorrow. And I was like, no, it's fine. I could just a small hole. I can fix it myself. And he's like, no, you're always there to support me. I'll send you another one. And he sent me another one, and he included a signed, like, photo like a like a really nicely done photo that says thank you for supporting me and always believing in mod oh and it was super sweet and i was like why are all welsh people just angels i don't know 
Mark Andrews. Speaking of, I will talk about Mark Andrews later. Okay. Um, we will? But yeah, we'll talk about Mark Andrews when we get to 205 Live. Was he on 205 Live? No, 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 no. I'm saying that he should be. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm we'll like, get, uh-oh. We'll to the, oh, fuck no. But he's he's recording with his band right now. Junior. Junior. Making that. Which perfectly describes him, for he is a junior man. That <laughs> Yes, he is. A very junior man. Um, but yeah. Um, Monday Night Raw, I really skipped through. That's fine. Just, uh, we can, uh, I feel like this is almost a bonus episode for the people. <laughs> for the people, by the people? Yes. We, the people, if you will. Oh, my God. So I'm we walk right into that. So we get a recap <laughs> of, uh, the happenings from the night before, and, uh, I believe we have new graphics, right? These are new. Are they? They looked pretty new. I mean, we will get to SmackDown, and we will we'll talk about these graphics. Those graphics on SmackDown, those they're weird. Yes, very weird. They're like when you get to make your own GIF and add typed font in. <laughs> like, especially yes. when Daniel Bryan was talking. I was like, boy, what are you doing? Oh, boy, yeah. So we get the, the whole recap of the happenings from the Royal Rumble. A um, lot of centered around uh, Ronda Rousey. I know a lot of people are upset about that. I Rightfully un- so. I understand why they are upset, but also, also, um, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, so I understand why Nia and, and uh, Nikki are upset, or if they're even like real upset. I'm not sure. You know, we could be getting worked. Um Either way, I'm I'm excited that Ronda is is a part of the WWE. And I the other thing I saw was uh, someone was like, "Oh, she says she's a full timer, but she's not there on Raw." And I'm like, "Okay, well, first of all, she's not bound to any brand apparently yet." And I mean, like, what is she gonna do? Is she just gonna come out and point at the sign again? Like, what do you want? She her hasn't to do? even really trained yet. Yeah. So I mean, everybody, calm down. Tranquilo. This is for our entertainment. Don't work yourselves in the shoots. It'll be okay. So, uh, let's see. Oh, uh, we had Jonathan Coachman. No more Booker T, Marianne. He is gone, apparently. Yeah, because we can see him in San Francisco. Yes. Um, we had Jonathan Coachman rejoining the Raw broadcasting team. Um, I really enjoy Coachman. I think this is... I, I mean, it's a huge upgrade for Raw, the announcing team at least. And I wonder... Because Booker T had gotten senile. Yeah, basically. I wonder where we're going to um, go with Coachman if he's just going to continue to play play it straight like he has been on the first time back. Uh, really enjoyed it. Thought he had some good insight. and. Well... He couldn't really play it straight, really, because that's Michael Cole's job. Right. And I mean... Uh, I don't know. I couldn't really get a gauge for what what he was going for in the first go through, yeah, which me is neither. fine. You're right. Which is fine, but um, yeah, fine with it. Like Coachman, definite upgrade. We get the announcement of an all women's elimination chamber. Which why the hell not? Let's do it. Yeah, but Stephanie still managed to make it all about herself. Very true. Oscar uh, comes out. She cuts a promo in Japanese and then cuts a promo in English. Uh, Sasha. You know what? I kind of almost wish Asuka just left it at the Japanese promo because everyone was like, huh? Yeah, never mind. We understand what you're saying. Because you pointed at the sign so we know it's real. You pointed at the sign and said champion so we know now. 
So uh, Sasha comes out and she says she's ready for Asuka. And I say, well, I guess we'll see. She isn't. She isn't. Uh, spoiler, she isn't, and she wasn't. Uh, Kane versus Braun Strowman in a last man standing match. I actually watched this because I always watch, love watching Braun beat the shit out of Kane. Um, Did you know they make uh, Braun Strowman pop figurines? Yes. They have a Braun and an Alexa, and I think I need to get hashtag uh, Team Little Big. I need, I need, that, uh, need both of them together. <laughs> Did you watch their video? Uh, Post match from the mix match challenge. The one afterward. Yes. No, I didn't watch the one afterward. I watched the one where he was wearing, where she was wearing his shirt, and he said it made her thirty yes. percent stronger because he's sweating it. Yes. <laughs> um, the post match thing uh, got a little flirty and was pretty funny. It's so great. You have to watch it. it when it she did the great. twisted bliss off of his shoulders. Yes. Hell. Spark flash. Yes. Sparkle monster. I love it. <laughs> But Team Little Big's pretty great. I love <laughs> it's like that. Little Big Planet. Yeah, basically. Um, so so Kane uh, gets buried under the not only the announce table but half of the stage, and uh, I was very happy. Thank you, Bass Strowman, uh, for killing Kane or whatever you did to him. I love Kurt Angle. Braun, how many times do we have to have this conversation? <laughs> It was the best. It was so funny. He's like, you're right, Kurt. I should have punched a hole through his chest. I can't remember what he said. It was That's so funny. It was good stuff. We had Matt Hardy versus Elias, and it was an Elimination Chamber qualifying match. Um, it was a decent match. Bray distraction for Matt of Hardy, course. of course. And Elias with the drift away, which is a great finish, by the way. It is. It is a great finish. Elias, spoiler alert, actually a good wrestler. Yes. Oh, so good. I and, wonder what uh, would happen if he wasn't wearing the bandanas on his wrists, though. Would he still be good? I don't know. That's a great question. Um, I will do some research. I'll do some stat statistician stuff. I bet you it's just holding his wrists on. I bet all the bandanas that he oh, has God. are just holding his body parts together. So he's like that one... Um, what was that? Uh, it wasn't Treehouse of Horror. Uh, the Scary Stories for the Kids. The one with the little girl that had the ribbon around her neck? Yeah, but he's like that with his hands. That's <laughs> that is frightening. Where is this conversation going? I don't know. That's where we, that's where we went. Uh, Roman Reigns versus The Miz. Always a good time. I don't really have any notes on it. The Miz retains. The Miz is the best. That yes. should be your only note ever. Agreed. Uh, I think we had mentioned the Dudley boys going into the Hall of Fame. I know everyone hates Bubba Ray, rightfully so, but I like the Dudley boys, so, I mean, I'm happy. Did we talk about me thinking Sebastian Stan looks too much like The Miz? Yes, that was you and me. And, oh, my, oh God. my God, he I, does. Well, the, my thought process was we were watching um, The Alienists. I think that's what it's called, but it has da uh, Daniel Brühl in it. Brühl. Yes. I totally butchered that. You know who that is, right? Yes. He, yeah, he, Zemo in um, Captain America. Um, but he looks so much like I was, because I was describing him, because he's an incredible actor, to my stepdad. And I was like, oh, yeah, he plays, I was like, he looks a lot like Sebastian Stan. So he plays like the evil twin kind of version of Sebastian Stan. And then I was like, I looked up a picture of Sebastian Stan, I went, wait a second. I was like, Daniel Brühl doesn't look like The Miz, but Sebastian Stan totally looks like The Miz. And so now every time I see a picture of Sebastian Stan, I get disappointed because I hope it's The Miz and it's not. I mean, that's a fair reason to be disappointed. I mean, for sure. 
<laughs> I mean, they're both A-listers. <laughs> Very true. They they are. They're both A-listers. Oh, I want to see them in the same room together. Uh, we had the uh, Balor Club Twitter video, which, uh, I mean, we'll we'll get to those. They were in full force on SmackDown Live, but they had a, a little... A Twitio. A Twitio, and uh, Balor said he's going to step over John Cena later tonight. Uh, after that, we had Asuka versus Sasha Banks, and I'm wondering when Sasha Banks is going to stop trying to fucking kill herself in a wrestling ring and out of a wrestling ring. It is horrifying. She, the things she does. Stop trying to prove yourself. We already know you're good. There was a moment where she jumped through the ropes to, uh, I guess, a, a suicida or uh, one of those names. I'm sorry, everyone. It's been a long week. And Asuka just kicks her straight in the face and Sasha's feet get caught on the rope and she just almost slam. I think she slams her head into the side of the uh, the ring there where that video thing is. And I'm like, well, Sasha's dead now. That was great. We had a good we had a good run of it. If your feet clip the ropes, that's not good. No, I think it was meant to. And she's to, not cause... even a long boy like Dustin. No, I think that she was meant to kind of do that. Because it was a reversal by Asuka. And by reversal, I mean she just kicked her. Uh, this match was fantastic. It was very good. I would love to see more of these two again. Uh, of the purple hair duo? Yes. It was great because Sasha got her shit in. And there were points where you were like, Sasha's going to win. She kept trying to go for the bank statement. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. We had The Bar, which is the team that consists of Sheamus and Cesaro. You just made the list. Uh, they are also the WWE Raw Tag Team Champions. They took on uh, Titus Worldwide, which is a thing I do now. Uh, Titus O'Neil and I'm Apollo I'm so embarrassed Cruz. for you. <laughs> uh, Titus O'Neil and Apollo Crews. Uh, and also, Apollo Crews almost died in this match. And, uh, man, just people trying to kill themselves in the ring. I don't I don't know what's happening. Um, Apollo Did you Crews. see Nia Jax trying to hype Apollo Crews up? I did not, no. She, like, posted a picture of him where he's, like, lifting someone, and she's, like, like trying to hype him up, and I was like, we ain't convinced. He looked very good in this match. Well, he's great. It's just he's too happy to be there. He He's always just too happy to be anywhere, which is just, just what he does. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine that being your life gimmick. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, main event was Finn Balor versus John Cena, and the winner would go on to uh, compete in the Elimination Chamber against Braun Strowman and Elias so far. This was a fantastic match. Uh, maybe it was just a great match. I don't know if fantastic is the word that I would use. Uh, this storyline was John Cena knowing that the crowd hated him and wanted Finn Balor to win, but he kept saying... I'm pointing at the, he's like pointing at the WrestleMania sign. Can you hear my dog barking? Real yeah, fast? I can. I can hear your dog loud and clear. I was just trying to go through it. Okay. It's fine. I've heard, uh, I'm not editing this either. I've heard dogs barking on, uh, killing the town all the time and people seem to like that. So, okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, so John Cena working the angle of, look, I need to get the job done. I want to go to WrestleMania. I'm sorry I'm beating up your friend, which is basically what was happening. Uh, we won with a super That's attitude. That's such a John Cena thing to say. I know it was. We won with a super attitude adjustment off the top rope, and Finn Balor, once again, uh, will not 
be able to get his title shot. I did like Jonathan Coachman during, I can't remember, I think it was this match, said, so let me get this straight. You win an, win an Elimination Chamber qualifying match, and then you have to go into the Elimination Chamber, and if you win the Elimination Chamber, your reward is facing Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, yeah, and he was like, okay, I'm just double checking. <laughs> it, like that, that was worth it alone. <laughs> That's so funny. It was good stuff. So that was Raw. Look at that. Boom. Right through Raw. So uh, SmackDown Live, huh? Shall we talk about this? Yes. We, there was quite a bit of funny shenanigans going on on that show. So SmackDown opens with the Royal Rumble winner and, excuse me, the men's Royal Rumble winner, Shinsuke Nakamura. And when he uh, gets to the ring and does his little uh, pose on the ropes... The word rock star comes across the screen. Um, lots of people didn't like this at all. They hated it. They said uh, one person I saw said it was the worst thing they've ever seen in wrestling. What? That's tr- that's a stretch. And I wanted to say, well, let's calm down there. Have you seen Kane wrestle? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you've never seen the Undertaker walk to the ring. Uh, yeah. No, I'm kidding. Kind of. Not really. But yeah, the worst thing they've ever seen. My God. In wrestling. Come on, man. Out of the, all of the stupid shit that happened yes. in the 90s. Yes. The word rock star appearing across the screen. Anyway, we are all uh, we can all have our own opinions. I hated it at first. And the more I thought about it, I was like, you know what? That's not that bad. I've seen worse things. It could be way worse. I mean, like it kind of logic you yeah. need to take when you when things happen in wrestling is that it could be way worse. You could be Kane. Yes. Now, see, if if this is where it stopped, if we just got Rockstar and that was it and that was ju- just a Shinsuke thing, that would be fine. More on that later. Uh, Kevin Owens and Samuel Zane come to the ring and uh, Shinsuke promptly calls them losers. Shinsuke was on fire this episode. <laughs> yes, he was. Um, Uncle Alan uh, is disturbed from his nap, so he comes down to the ring, and he says, Hey, Shinsuke, this is going to be a dream match, but we should have a dream partnership and beat up these two losers. So that's basically uh, the main event. You do a very, very, very good AJ Styles. <laughs> it's it, Thank you. I, it's I, seriously impressive. I'll take it. <laughs> We had a uh, fatal four-way to determine who will be the number one contender to Bobby Roode's United States Championship between... <laughs> what was it that somebody somebody said, um, uh, Zack Ryder's been on a bit of a downhole, downhill slump lately, and Corey Grace was like his whole career? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I died. He's, uh, he's not wrong. He's never wrong. No, Corey Graves is... Except for when he said that Dean Ambrose is... is um, <laughs> Jason Jordan was a better replacement for Dean Ambrose than Dean Ambrose. My God, yeah. That was wrong. There you go. I was waiting for that. I don't think we recorded that week. I wanted to get your take on that. Oh, it's a hot take. But anyways... <laughs> so, uh, Kofi Kingston versus Rusev versus Zack Ryder versus Jinder Mahal. Um, it was fun. I think in the end... Um, the best day one, which is Rusev Day. Rusev, not a new day, a Rusev Day. A Rusev um, Day. Rusev is so goddamn over. Yeah, it's great. It's Holy good stuff. Moly. I'm very excited for uh, for what is to come. 
Um, we had uh, we had two Uso segments. The first one, um, this is the the first of the. It just says the Usos, and then it cuts straight to them. I don't know how if I enjoy that. Where we we're backstage, and it's like this is who's gonna talk to us. Here's what they're gonna say. It's like a still image of them before it comes real. It felt very much, and I tweeted this out. It felt very much like I was playing um, a Sega CD game. Oh my god! Or a I don't know thirty two X two USO segments, and I wanted to go do so segments, Dusos. but then I changed my mind, and then I rechanged my mind. <laughs> Fair. Um, this was like the Us- the USOs were you know cutting a promo, a pre recorded promo. And every once in a while, a phrase would pop up that they oh, they awful. had just said, and I I don't know if I enjoy this. I don't know what is happening. Um, more on that later, at least seventy times. So many things later, you guys. Uh, we had Brizongo and the Ascension backstage. <laughs> Um and Gable and Benjamin. <laughs> Did you hear what the dialogue they had? It was I can't remember what it was. It was, it was what conditioner do you use? He's just a great question, Breeze. What conditioner do you use? And he's like, excellent question. And then the other one, because I can't tell the difference between the Ascension, even though they totally don't even look the same. He was like, Fandango, what are your thoughts on Victor? And he was like, pass right away. <laughs> And then, and then Breeze was like, good choice, Dango, good choice. <laughs> like, <laughs> good choice, good choice. It was because they were taking Twitter questions yes. online. And somebody was like, what are your thoughts on Victor? Which was not a real question. <laughs> yes. It was so funny. Uh, so American Beta, they, uh, they're they like, hey, we don't like, we don't like your stuff. So we're going to have uh, American Beta versus Breezango a little bit later. I'm honestly shocked Corey Graves hasn't called them American Beta. I am as well. But I think he likes them, so he's not going to be ins- insult them like that. He will at some point, though. He has yeah. to. Uh, the Usos come out again for a... Um, they come out for an in-ring interview, and they just talk about how they're, they've been sweeping through this tag division. And they... Um, I thought this promo was magnificent. It was so good. This was amazing. If not anything, it was uplifting for just it like general purposes. Yeah, because at the same time, it kind of explained their catchphrase, which nobody really questioned despite nobody really knowing what it meant. Yeah. And it still kind of doesn't make sense, but it puts a little bit of meaning behind it. Yes, very much so. And as... I think they needed, even though everybody was totally on board anyways. Yes. And there is a point where they say we've been sweeping through this tag division and we basically we've got it on lockdown and they start naming graphics. They start naming tag teams and a jail cell door graphic slams every time they mention a name and they say lockdown. And it is it's like a it's like a a, a local news station version of cops. I have wanted I have no idea what is happening. I need to know who thought this was a good idea because it's very strange and I do not like it. (laughs) It is very not a good idea. I will say, though, like if you had taken out the lockdown graphic, I think this would have been one of my favorite promos in the past couple of years. 
It's very good. So the end of this, the Usos are like, all right, we're going to leave. But we hear the music of the Bludgeon Brothers. And when they came out, I went, oh, fuck, I forgot that they haven't beaten the Bludgeon Brothers. Slash, no one has beaten the Bludgeon Brothers. I just really wanted to say, they're Bludgeon Brothers. (laughs) Because it sounds even scarier. I am uh, very excited for that match, which is upcoming at some point. Uh, The Bludgeon Brothers took on uh, the team of Rory Gulak and some other guy. Oh, my God. I forgot to write that in my notes. (laughs) Um, Because Biff Busick just tweeted, Rory Gulak! (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the Bludgeon Brothers do what they do best, beat the shit out of people. Oh, uh, the amazing Gulaks. Holy moly. Uh, Marianne, what do you think of the announcement of the SmackDown Top 10 list? I actually really love that idea. As much as it's like MySpacey. It is a little bit. I think it is, but it also kind of really kind of gives them the chance to say something as opposed to us saying things and it falling on deaf ears. Yes. You know what I mean? And like them and then the management and whatnot choosing whatever they want. So it would be like still obviously it's written in and stuff like that, but it's still like will give them a chance to be like, look, this person isn't seen a lot, but they're a really hard worker. Yeah. That kind of thing. And I think for the most part, people are going to be pretty fair yeah. with their choices. So, um, it... Since they can't choose themselves, obviously. And this is me just saying people are going to pick Mojo. <laughs> so, um, are they better if they have good taste? The most important rule is simple. This is a quote from Daniel Bryan from SmackDown. Uh, Neither Shane McMahon nor myself will have a vote. This isn't about us. This is about the SmackDown locker room having their voices heard. Um and uh, the other rule is probably obvious, just so we're clear. Superstars cannot vote for themselves. So it's uh, just, you know, it's going to be a huge asset when they are determining matches and constructing the show. So that's... Uh, I actually really like that. I think uh, this is going to be interesting, and um, hopefully hopefully it works out. I, I'm, I'm excited about it. So next up, we had Charlotte and Renee Young in the ring. Uh, the riot squad interrupts and Ruby riot cuts a promo on Charlotte flair saying your ego is as big as your father's. And Charlotte says, well, no shit. Uh, riot squad hit the ring. They beat up Charlotte to no avail at first. Dude, freaking Sarah Logan is the powerhouse of that group. Yes, she is. She is. She kicks the most ass and, uh, they get the better of Charlotte. They beat her down and, uh, they go to leave and, uh, Carmella, Comes down to the ring, and it looks like she's going to cash in her women's money in the bank champion, or not championship, briefcase. And um, sh- some shenanigans happen where she accidentally hits the referee, and she kind of takes off. So there's no cash in. Which was very lucky that they didn't ring the bell, because she would have. that would have been just embarrassing. Yes, yes, it would have. It would have been uh, much like uh, one Baron Corbin, uh, who was taking on Ty Dillinger, and the only note I have was a very funny sign in the audience that said Corbin eats Tide Pods. There was a chant that said you eat Tide Pods. Oh, there was? The match. Uh, yeah, and like the backstage segment with them where they made the match and um, Ty Dillinger, he was like, you're still here? And he's like, yeah, I'm still here. I'm like your money in the bank contract. And then yes, after Baron Corbin left, shit. Shane was like, did you really go there? <laughs> like, he's like, he's still really upset about that. And he was like, too soon? 
I think Baron Corbin will be upset about it for years. I mean, as he should be. Whatever. Uh, let's see. We had uh, then we had Rusev in one of those weird pre-recorded uh, segments where he just says Aiden, and Aiden English just rises up from the ground into frame. It's so funny. And then disappears. And then he, calls him, he calls him Bob Rude. Yes, Bob Rude. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he just cuts a promo on Bob on Bob Rude. Good stuff. Um, there's trouble in paradise, Marianne, and paradise apparently is somewhere in Canada. Uh, Sammy and not Zane, Kofi Kingston's finisher. No, also that. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens uh, having uh, some problems. And uh, because next week they are going to face one another to determine who will face AJ Styles at Fastlane. Uh, Breezango versus American Beta. Uh, it was a nice little tag match. Nothing to. Uh... They got some. They got some hits in, which is good. They did. Um, Ameri- because they are good wrestlers. Yes, American Beta. Even Corey, even Corey Graves can't even like say they're not. He cannot. He cannot say that. So he's never wrong. No, he is never wrong. Uh, American Beta gets the win. And then our main event of the evening, Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles taking on Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, the match was fun. They played off of Kevin and Sami having issues. Uh, looks like everything is not going well for them. Uh, Sami leaves at one point and Kevin is left to fend for himself. And uh, he eats the pin, and we get a backstage interview with Renee Young and Sami Zayn. And Sami basically says, I'm tired of being overlooked. I'm going to be the one that gets the championship title opportunity after I beat Kevin next week. My God, that friendship ended fast. Well, we'll see. You but know, Issues is a great song by Julia Michaels. Yes. Do you know what I was reminded of? Uh, and I wanted to actually go back and look for it. Do you remember when... Uh, Jericho and they teased Jericho and Kevin having problems and they were like I know exactly who's to blame for this and they're like oh Roman yeah. Reigns. yes and they both said Roman Reigns and hugged each other that so oh funny. man those those are some of the best that was the best stuff them and their Canadian shenanigans oh so good so um when he shouted don't you do that stupid thing at Shins yes don't you do okay. that stupid thing yes <laughs> So uh, let's so good. let's head into 205 Live and NXT, or as I like to call it, Tyler Bate had some bad luck on television matches this week. Um, um, first of all, did you see the segment on SmackDown that had the different tweets from the 205 Live superstars saying who they wanted to be GM? No, I did not. Cedric said Morrow. Yes, he did say Morrow. And then I he did. put hashtag Mamma Mia. I did see that. Mamma Mia! <laughs> I did see that one. Did you see who did you see who one handsome TJP put? No, I did not. You just made the list. He put Dean Malenko. Oh man. Oh boy. That's uh that's a really good choice. <laughs> that's a really good choice. Are you slightly more impressed with TJP now that that was his like he had good reasoning too? I don't know. Sure. Well Gulak Gulak put Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> Gulak, it should have been Gulak himself. Anyway. I, I know. Let us talk about 205 Live. Um, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan comes out and he says, now all of my small children here at 205 Live, you've all been getting a little he reckless. He doesn't even come out his, uh, alone. Oh, that's right. He doesn't even come out alone, which was I thought was very strange. He is. It was um, so weird. He had like an orange shadow behind him. <laughs> he is followed by one rock star spud. 
which I went, oh, yeah, I forgot he was signed by WWE. Uh, Daniel Bryan introduces him as Drake Maverick. My goodness. What a porn name. What a name. And uh, he introduces him also as the new 205 Live GM. And uh, the very well-spoken Rockstar Spud. I enjoyed him a lot from when I saw an an impact. He has great timing. Yes, he is so good. Um, I think, though, his name... It's like they did one of those month and day Facebook charts where you match your birthday to get a different name. <laughs> I mean, they might have. Your name is? <laughs> Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick. That's your superhero name. <laughs> um. Oh, man. We got to figure out the... What are those? What are those? What are those called again? You just said it. The Facebook. Yeah. They're like, like you match the month and day chart where you... I don't know. I'll have to figure that out. I got to find out what that's called because I think that might be the name of the episode. <laughs> it'll be it'll be <laughs> shit. It'll be Drake Maverick and then like uh Facebook quiz name. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. I've written it down. I'll figure it out later, people. Uh so so good. So our new GM announces that we're going to have a 16-man single elimination tournament for the Cruiserweight Championship and whoever the last two people are, they will fight for the vacant cruiserweight championship at WrestleMania. And we, he tells us we're going to have two matches, two matches tonight. Dose matches. Dose matches. The first one is Cedric Alexander taking on Grand Metalik. Holy moly, Marianne. Uh, Grand Metalik is having himself a great 2018. He's having himself a great 2018, but going into that, I knew he was going to lose. And I was thinking, how shitty is it that he made it to the finals in the original only to lose in the first round? Yeah. The second time. That's um, which I... is totally shitty. Yeah, it but is. But that lumbar check reversal into a DDT was sick. Oh, my goodness. Good stuff. I hope Grand Metal League shows up on 205 Live uh, more and more each week. Um, fantastic. TJP. No, just to show up and have good matches. He doesn't necessarily have to beat TJP. Um, we had a Jack Gallagher promo where he, uh, I don't know, just kind of twirls his mustache and does some stuff. It talks about how Rockstar Spud is also an Englishman. Yes. Um, God, he's the most orange. He's more orange than the president. Yes. Um, Dare I say, nothing but respect for my 205 Live general manager. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He's very orange. He is like really orange and he's not like and it's artificial or it's like artificial tan. It's not like Zack Sabre Jr. who is always out in the sun every time I see him when he's not wrestling, always <laughs> bathing in the sun. Right. Like that kind of tan. That's like real tan. He's like fucking orange. Like, God damn it. I uh, yes, definitely. And especially standing next to some other people. It's like good. Good. Lord. I want him to stand next to Aiden English. <laughs> I don't know. I I think a portal would open. Yeah, it would turn into a creamsicle. <laughs> um, Drake Maverick was backstage being interviewed, and one Drew Gulak, uh, who I'm he convinced... He wasn't being interviewed. He was just talking to a guy. Oh, he was just talking... Yes, that's right. He was just talking <laughs> to a guy. Oh, my goodness. Um, and uh, one Drew Gulak, who I am now convinced is just doing his best Mike Quackenbush impression. Um <laughs> I'm convinced of that who that is who this Drew Gulak is. Uh, I feel like I'm pretty spot on with the reaction I just received from my co-host. Why haven't you tweeted that? Holy shit! I don't know. I think I I, I don't know. I don't want to be blocked by anyone. 
Yeah, I don't give a shit. Anyway, um, Drew Gulak hands Drake a bunch of flowers and says, I'm very happy that you're here. And he leaves. I, I loved the look of the flowers. Look at the guy he was talking to. Hand of the flowers to the guy. Smile and leave. I love you were right. He has great timing. He has excellent timing later. Just like it's like when he we'll, we'll get to that part. But clean cut Drew Gulak is really weird to me. And I don't think I'll ever get used to it. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm used yeah. I'm used to like legal, legal, regal, beagle, game changer, trailblazer, Jugulak. Yes. With like his military coat. Yes. You know? What isn't weird looking to me is one Mustafa Ali who is too beautiful for this world. You just made the list. Um, um yeah. Actually, because I had said previously, I want Bulak to win, and then Mustafa Ali came out and smiled and I went, actually, I want him to win. Uh, but why is he approaching this promo like it's a commercial? <laughs> I thought it was going to end like like a shampoo commercial. I you mean, don't need nothing. He's perfect. There you go. Mustafa Ali uh, did a promo thing. And then immediately after that, we had one, uh, <laughs> one TJP. You just made the list. Oh, and, my God. My body is ready. I love him so much. And uh, it became shoot week real quick. As what our new GM popped in the side and was like, "That's TJP. what I'm talking about." Yes, TJ. Hey, that, TJP. It was great. That timing was perfect because you know how sometimes it'll be like an awkward pause and then the camera pans over. Yes, it was perfectly timed, and that you never see that. But my, I had written notes before Rockstar Spud. I'm not calling him Drake Maverick. Came out, and I was like, "Yeah, that was a while ago." Like on a different stage with kind of different people and i was like that's like me bragging about being like the first ever child in my family <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. actually that doesn't work but you get what i'm saying yeah he has been there one night TJ, like excuse me he's been there one night and he already interrupts backstage promos better than i've seen anyone do there you go um he basically repeated what i just said but my only argument is you're saying that he whines a lot but it's cute when he does that. It's so cute when he pitches a little bitch fit. <laughs> I could just on it. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, move on before I keep getting dreamy. All right, Akira oh, Tozawa. Akira oh. Tozawa backstage with his also adorable he, just because he's Tozawa. He's very sad uh, because he is not the new the new general manager did you like his vince mcmahon suit that he was wearing yeah i just i love this this is great and i did you see that he tweeted how like he's like when you're not the new man general manager of 205 live and it's just like him sitting in the locker room by himself all sad <laughs> i think i retweeted it yeah when you are not in Dude, charge it, of 205 live i love that um it just occurred to me just seeing tozawa what are the chances that Ricochet Ricochet Man will be in this? Ricochet Man. <laughs> that he'll be in the two of... If he is, he has to win. He has to win the whole thing. I'll just say that, that right That would now. be the only time I would want Ricochet to win the whole thing of something. It wouldn't be like a giant fucking letdown like Bola. <laughs> oh, man. That was some bullshit. But That was some serious bullshit. Uh, but I dig Tozawa in his Vince yeah. suit. Um, main event time. We had Tyler Bate, Tyler, Tyler Bate, na 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 taking on TJP. You just made the list. And, uh, TJ is my aesthetic. This is a pretty good match. 
Marianne, I'll let you, uh, you can say okay. some things. First of all, there was so many nip ups in that. And if there's one thing I want to do before, be able to do before I die, it's, it's, a, it's a nip up. Um, I'll never have the apps for it. But um, they're both so quick. This match was fire. I thought it was fucking fantastic. And I'm not being biased. I'm really not. Um, they're I like, they're you. both so quick and so evenly matched. And I think they know each other's style so well that it made it very fluid. And each of them got like their their respective like moves and stuff. Got their shit in. While sticking with their yeah, they got their shit in while sticking with their character. And what I have to say about TJ is he's so fluid yes. with his moves. Yes, he is. He's extremely fluid. He has like, always I, I been that way. What? He has always been that way. I wouldn't be shocked if he was an incredible dancer. I mean, like I, the way I look at it is if he, the way he executes things as if, as if they're practice dance moves. And I wouldn't be surprised because I mean, somebody else who's a really fluid mover that just, just can zip in and out and make it look really graceful all the time. Orange Cassidy. And he's an incredible dancer. Orange Cassidy. The orangest of Cassidy's. Um, I thought that, uh, was it Nigel that pointed this out? Yes, probably. The year that TJ had yes. his first match yeah. was the year Tyler Bate was born, and I was like, good God. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Bate's younger than my baby brother. Uh, it's insane, and he's so good. And he's That also... combo before the knee bar. Oh, goodness. Yes. Ugh. This match is I lost very, my very goddamn good. mind. It's very, very good. Lots of knee work by TJP on Tyler I... Bate. I, I feel like the past three weeks that TJP has had matches, they've all been fantastic. I can agree with you, and I will confirm. Let's see on my sheets here. TJP's name appears. Let's see here. Anytime you want to search. Oh, you were just the worst. What is happening? That boot to the face he took? Holy shit. TJP has appeared on my list three times, and he has had three pretty good matches. So yes, you are correct. I believe. I believe. Like, does is he doing the zero miedo? Because that's I don't, what it looks like. I don't know what he's doing, and that makes me so upset. Yeah, I don't because know. Because I hate that chant. I hate that gimmick. I'm nice. not. I'm not down for that gimmick. But he took that crazy boot to the face. That combo before the knee bar was like. I think I watched it like three times, and I was watching this at work. Yeah. And I was, like, cussing under my breath. I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And I knew the result yeah. already, but I get so excited, <laughs> you know. And, like, yeah. I was sitting at my desk at work watching as TJP, who wins the match via roll-up using the tights. Yes. You fucking cheater. Nefarious you, means. You babely cheater, you. Um, I was sitting at my desk watching him as he backed up the ramp, and he looked just so arrogant. And so Draco Malfoy that I was like cussing like a sailor under my breath because he looked so hot. And I was like, I can't handle this. Like, I can't even take notes. I am unintelligible right now. (laughs) He's so gorgeous. (laughs) He's like, is he? John, I think he's number two on my list. My God. You just made the list. I'm honest to God. Honest to God. I'll have to relook into it. He might even be. Wow. Number one with a bullet. Well, you know what? Next week you can uh, you can tell us next week. Yeah, I, I will give you guys an update next week um, when I see one sexy Chucky T, who is a babe in his own right. I think his personality is just what makes him at number one, like sky like limits above everyone else. 
limitless, excuse me. Wait, next but week. But I might also see TJP next week. Next week? Where? So Wait. Or well, I might because he lives in L.A. Are you going and to L.A. next week? Set, we are set to play really old PS1 video games together. Wait, are you going to L.A. next week? Not, I'm not next week. I'm going to PWG is what I meant to say. Ah. It's PWG weekend. Um, if he's not in Canada. Right. And I will tell you, determine, like, which, I will determine which one it is. I think my list now is, it goes Chuck Taylor, TJP, Tim Dons, Mojo Rowley, Cesaro. All right. You heard it here first, folks. And probably this is the only place you'll ever hear it. it no, it's not. Twitter. You, yes, Twitter. And, and if you get stuck in a conversation with me. That, too. Uh, so, so you'll just hear it all the time. So TJP uh, advances, and we will see. I Honestly, I would not be surprised if the finals are TJP, Cedric Alexander. I'll tell you that right now. I haven't seen anybody else who's in this tournament, but I'm excited to see what we get. I'm, well, Roderick Strong is next week. Yes, Ro- Roddy. Who is Roddy taking on? I, can, I already cannot remember. It was somebody oh, very good, and I was like, yup. It, here for it so i like that they're using the nxt guys um they're using how some much of the does UK. biff busick weigh well i'm pretty sure biff was on 205 live so was he i feel like he might have been biff i don't know um or, or one oni lorkin yes my one and oni um i wish that mandrews would be in it that would be great. I love I love everyone deserves to be graced by a little Welsh angel mm-hmm. known as Mark Andrews. Um, Ricochet Man. Yes. <laughs> I wish so. Ricochet Man. That'd be so fucking great. I might tweet at him. Hey, can you hear, can he please be Ricochet Man? And then be promptly <laughs> I can, blocked. I'll message that to him and be like, there is everyone thinks you should be called Ricochet Man. No, not um, everyone, Marianne. I think he should be called Ricochet when, Man. You are the most important. Thank you. No, because everyone I've told about it agrees. Yes, um, Ricochet they, Man. I cannot remember who Roddy's supposed to go against. But, That's fine. Um, I don't care unless he's wearing shitty boots. And he will um, be. Pete Dunn is counting in at 205 exactly, so he probably won't. Yeah, we'll see. I would not be surprised. He clocks in at exactly 2.05. Uh, I, I would so, not be surprised if 2.05 Live changes. It. They should have just changed their name immediately at, as soon as uh, uh, we had the new GM. But I wouldn't be surprised if they changed well, their name. Well, it rhymes, though. Yeah, I know. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, NXT, I'll just go over it really quickly. Uh, TM61 is back. They look really good. I'm excited that they are back in the tag team division. We had a number one contendership match. They're for th- changing their name, though, aren't they? Are they? Are they back to the Mighty Don't Kneel? I don't know, but they've changed their name is what I've heard, so it doesn't sound like a brand of car oil. Oh, boy. Um, did they change their name, and I just didn't know. Huh. Oh, well, you were saying. Anyway, uh, they. Um, I mean, they are listed as the Mighty Don't Kneel. It, uh, on Wikipedia, so I am uh, I am uh, led to believe that that is what they are now called, which is fine. I'm fine with that's that. That's a I mouthful, th- though. I think that's a better name anyway. TM Because the other one sounds like a car brand. TMDK. Like a car oil brand. It does. Uh, so they're back. Good for them. Excited that they're back. Uh, we had Roderick Strong taking on Tyler Bate for the number one contendership to the United Kingdom Championship. And uh, Roderick Strong... Coming out on top. Bad week with for Tyler Bate. shitty boots. Tyler Bate has great fucking music. 
He does, but he had a His bad music week. Music is so good. It is. It's great. But uh, Roderick Strong versus uh, Pete Dunn is coming up. Down with it. Down with it. Remember when we saw both those people I at do. PWG? I do. I do recall this. Remember when Roddy used to wear shitty little boots? I do. I do remember this. Remember when Pete Dunn was really modest to you? I did. I do remember <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> let's get to the Facebook questions. Uh, we've got we've got a couple. Uh, Calvin asks, uh, was Wrestle Kingdom 12 and Wrestle Kingdom 10, for that matter, seriously noticed by Vince? Or is it just a big the biggest coincidence of uh, 2018? I'm sure he had interest in the most recent one because Jericho was there. Um, I feel like Wrestle Kingdom 10, and I believe you were just referring to AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, I'm sure that someone has shown him that and he went, God damn it. We got to do that match. So who knows? It could be just one big coincidence or not. I'm not sure. How pissed would you be if they did the same match? Um, I wouldn't. And I don't think they will. Okay. Uh, Calvin also asks Jericho Omega two at WrestleMania. Please let me have my dream player trade. Jericho calls in all the favors. Omega tweets about why it's the only reason he hasn't left for WWE. Um, this isn't going to happen, Calvin. I'm sorry. I was waiting for you to crush his dreams. I read that question and went, John's going to crush some dreams. <laughs> I mean, it would be great. I, honestly, I think the greatest thing would have been if they could have somehow pulled <laughs> off Jericho and Omega in the Royal Rumble. That would have been fun, but we didn't. So, eh. Jay Teller Brown asks your reaction to Rockstar Sp. I mean, I'm sorry, Drake Maverick. What a fucking terrible name. On 205 Live, and do you actually see him competing in the future? This is immediately what I thought of when he appeared on the screen. I said, oh, he'll just hang around for a little bit. They'll build up his character as the GM, and he'll obviously have to fight someone at some point. It's called a name generator. Name generator. Facebook name generator. Great. Thank you. Name generator. Um, he will compete. I, I, I believe this to be true in the future. Um, but if he Someone doesn't push him too far. Yes. But if he doesn't, Gulak. I will be fine with that because uh, I'm, I'm just happy he's on my television or on my network. Who do you think's going to push him too far? Oh, boy. Um, TJ. It'd probably be TJ. I mean, at this point, that's the <laughs> only person. He's such a brilliant little shithead heel. That's the only person I could see pushing him to compete. Or possibly Gulak. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Gulak just out of purely being annoyed with his existence. Uh, Wendell asks, with Cody making his executive decision on Kenny Omega and the reunion of the Golden Lovers, where would you like to see this story go in terms of Bullet Club leadership, alliances slash splits, and future matchups. So, Marianne, uh, the Golden Lovers, which are Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi, uh, we've been tiptoeing around this for a while, but um, Kenny Omega lost the IWGP United States Championship to uh, Switchblade. How happy are you? I, I like Switchblade. I'm uh, I'm down with it. He, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't understand it because we wanted Kenny to build this title up, and I guess he did a little bit, but I'm, but I mean. Jay. It's Jay. I love Jay White, so it's fine. Um, From one white guy to another? Yes. I mean, it is a United States championship. Um, Yeah, but neither of them are from America. I know, which is even funnier. (laughs) Um, 
so Coda makes the save because Cody, yes, as Wendell stated, made his executive decision to put the crossroads on Kenny Omega, and he and the Hangman Page beat up Kenny Omega as Marty Skrull looked on, not knowing what to do. So Coda makes the save. They hug, and little streamers come from the sky as soon as they hug, which is just like the most anime thing ever. I was just thinking, was it anime? <laughs> um, and I watched the latest episode of Being the Elite, where Cody is backstage. Oh, and also... um. Kenny accidentally pushed over one of the young bucks uh, and was very, they were very upset. He was very upset. Um, You're grown men. Yes. Everyone was upset. And Cody is talking to the young bucks. This is what fucking happens when you have too many people in your goddamn stable. Well, I'm sure this, this, this might end very soon. So uh, Cody is talking back. He's backstage talking to the young bucks and to hangman page and to, uh, and to Marty Skrull, and he basically says, Bullet Club is fine. Bullet Club's fine. And Marty says, oh, we fine. And uh, we get this weird, the end of the episode is Kenny Omega walking down the halls of a, I'm sure you've seen the gif at this point. He's walking down the halls of the of a hotel, and he gets... I just, I just got sad Hulk walking away music in my head. Uh, basically, and he gets to a hotel door, uh, and he knocks on it, it opens, and it's from the people inside. It's from their view. We see Kenny Omega. The camera kind of pulls out a little bit, and Kota Ibushi is coming the frame. So the Golden Lovers are back together. Camera twists around, and we see they are at the hotel room of the Young Bucks, and the Young Bucks welcome them into the hotel room. Ooh. So some very interesting developments going on. Um, I feel like the Bullet Club... And this this doesn't even include Wendell. It doesn't even include Bad Luck Fale, the Gorillas of Destiny, and uh, uh, like two or three other members. And they're not even involved in this. So I don't know what where this power struggle is going to go. I don't know if we get the Golden Club, which would be Kenny Coda and the Bucks. I don't that know. That sounds like a gentleman's club. It does. So why not? Um, Isn't it one in downtown San Jose? I have no idea. Isn't it called the Gold Club? I I, I don't know. I have I, oh, honestly no. don't. I honestly don't know. <laughs> so I'm not sure what's going to happen, Wendell. But um, I am very intrigued, and I feel like something's got to give, and something will give in the upcoming weeks. And speaking of New Japan Pro Wrestling, um, <laughs> I'm going to do this because this is funny to me. This is funny to me. Um, I will be in Long Beach for the new japan show uh my lovely girlfriend who appeared on last week's podcast lauren you just made the list <laughs> yeah uh she got tickets for us so we will be there i'm very excited um yeah gonna take her to a new japan and she gets to watch me uh talk about tetsuya naito while we watch tetsuya naito i'm sure she'll have a great time no she will with you crying yeah probably um I mean, that's it for us this week, Marion. Do you have anything else? Um, I don't think so, no, other than... Plugs. I'm going to PWG. You will, so but we will, exciting. we will talk about that next week. Um, we shall. But until then, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JP Thrice. And follow Marianne on Twitter and Instagram. 
Sailor Moonsault and Sailor Dot Moonsault. Respectively. Is that yes. how that goes? Yeah, it does. It goes respectively, right? There we go. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. Rate and review us as well. Give us the old Meltzer five star. Hey, Johnny Gargano got it. Good for him. Oh, we didn't watch that. John um, Boy. I'm going to watch TakeOver this weekend, so I'll mention... Old John Boy. I'm very far behind on the programs, which uh, might be a new shirt. SoundCloud.com <laughs> slash the N-O-T. I actually really like that idea. Yeah, we're gonna. I'm going to do it. I just haven't worked it out yet. I'll talk to you about it off air. Uh, SoundCloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Finally North. SoundCloud.com slash finally North or finally North.com. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts or just buy a regular old NOTLG shirt. Either one of those. Or just give us cash. Yeah, but speaking of giving us cash, uh, patreon.com slash NOTLG. Huge shout out to Chris and Calvin and Mike. They all have donated to us past and presently, uh, and we appreciate that very much. Uh, Join us again next week, episode 156. My goodness. We're going to hit 200 at the end of the year, I think, right? So old. I know. My goodness. Anyway. So, man, there's only one thing left to do. So, if you will. Ring the bell. (laughs) This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com. (laughs) 